Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ai. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Life Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen.
Thank you this beautiful day. Thank you for giving us Jesus. Thank you for the privilege to escape. Thank you for opportunity to have eternal life. I ask that you bless your people. Speak to us, Father. You gathered us here to give us life. May nobody leave this place without this beautiful life bless every soul touch every soul speak to every heart in the mighty name of Jesus and cause your son Jesus to be glorified amongst us we give you praise today in Jesus name can I get another scream of amen oh God bless you you may sit on top of your enemies Hallelujah. Now I want anybody walking outside to enter this building very quickly. Anybody walking outside, enter this building. And I want everybody to be quiet. Everybody to be quiet. We have just about 15 minutes or 20 minutes and we are going out of this place. So listen very attentively. Everybody quiet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So those of you outside, we are waiting for you to settle down. Settle down quickly. Settling down does not involve talking. So just keep quiet. <laughs> and settle down. Hallelujah. How many of you know that Jesus is about to bless your life? How many of you know that you'll never be the same again? Nobody comes to God and ever retains the same. Today, I promise you that today is your day. Hallelujah. Today is your day. God brought you here for a reason. I said today is your day. Hallelujah. So if you are outside and you want today to be your day, then you have to find your way inside. If there are no seats anywhere, look, the stage is there. It's for you. Come and sit on the stage. By all means, you must get, get a place. Be like the spike nuts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I don't want anybody to be walking when I start preaching. So I don't know those I can see outside. I don't know what is it, what is happening there. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Listen. Listen. Today, you are escaping. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. There's a cheese song. There's a cheese song that says that Efidiene Ebubu. Afidia Majimi or I don't know how is is that it? Is that how they sing it? Eh? What, 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 what is that song? I, does anybody remember that song? There's a cheese song like that. Yeah, we talks about the fact that if you did not a boo-boo. Where are my singers? Nobody knows how to sing that song. It's a cheese song. Okay. They don't know how to sing that song, but listen to me. That's notwithstanding. Today you are escaping. 17 people heard what I said. Listen again. Maybe you didn't hear. I'm saying that today, today is the 21st of August. And today will mark the reference point of your escape. You see, the louder you shout, the faster your escape comes. Hallelujah. You are escaping. I said you are escaping. Your life will escape. Your health will escape. Your job will escape. Your marriage will escape. You are escaping. Hallelujah. Sit down. I know Satan is not happy with us. But we don't mind. Do you mind? He's not happy with us, but we don't mind. You know, I had a vision this morning. Are you listening to me? Listen. What you hear is important. So tell your neighbor that, look, don't disturb me today. Yeah, I am listening. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So listen, okay? Let your attention be here. I want to hear some silence in the building. Beautiful. Now, give me Hebrews chapter 2. And I'm reading verse number 3. Hebrews chapter 2. And I'm reading verse number 3. And I want everybody to listen. Because today, people are escaping from different things. Yeah. Have, I don't know whether you have seen such people before. There are some people, eh? there is never a time that they ask for money that they have some. Yeah, I know some people like that. I mean, you see, 
they are being broke is consistently consistent yes yes they are, I mean they are being broke it's so regular it's disturbing don't worry today today you will escape from that thing <laughs> I say you will escape from that thing today now listen to this shortly I told you 15 minutes 20 minutes will be out listen to this it says that how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation hmm, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that had him how shall we escape this is a rhetorical question what it means that you can never escape how shall we escape if we neglect this great salvation there is salvation which is great which God has brought to us now he's saying that if we neglect that salvation if we reject that salvation if we turn our backs on that salvation there is no way that we are going to escape that fire that is coming hallelujah I was reading about I was reading about Nelson Mandela and um, where he was kept Nelson Mandela was kept in the prison called Robin Island eh? Robin Island now Robin Island is in a place called Cape Town okay in the, in South Africa you see Robin Island is five miles square it's a very small place five miles square and the rest is covered with water and the reason why they took the prison there I hear in the in the 16th and the 17th centuries the the ships go around the place they park there and I don't know to relax or whatever you know and then and then from from 1864 to 1931 and uh, that place was used to keep lepers lepers and rejected people then from the mid from the from the mid 1960s to 1991 it was converted into into maximum security prison maximum security prison from 1991 so the, the maximum prison was used to imprison political um, political prisoners yeah if you are disturbing politically they catch you and they throw you there Yes, so it went on, it went on from the middle of the 60s, mid 60s, 1960s to 1991. So 1991 was the last, the last batch of political prisoners were released in 1991. So after 1991, from 1991 to 1996, the place was used for a medium security prison. It was reduced from... Uh, maximum to mid, medium security prison 
and then in 1997 1997 they they turned it into a museum and then 1999 uh, it was it was um, um, it was designated or recognized as a world heritage center do you understand now let me tell you why they took it there they took the prison there you see i'm saying that because of what the scripture said how shall you escape if you neglect it how shall you escape and men have created something that it is virtually impossible to escape they took that maximum prison there because of something in the water called seals uh, seals they are they are cannibals these are animals that feast on human flesh they they feast not they feast on flesh so they are all, the water around the island are full of them now when they take you there they will not bother to even put a fence around you if you are a man you and you are a good swimmer jump into the water and swim yes by the, by the time you swim you, you take about seven strokes I'm sure the color of the river will change into red yes so no prisoner ever escaped from that place and that's why they took Nelson Mandela. Because, you see, you, you can't escape that prison. Yes, you can't escape. The seals will be waiting for you. When you jump into the water, they will feast on your flesh. So everybody is scared and everybody keeps away. So when they place you there, you stay there until they come for you. Maximum security prison. Now, if a man or if men can create a prison that is, that is virtually impossible to escape, how much more, God? How much more do you think that you can escape if you neglect this salvation and you eventually land in the lake of fire? How can you escape? How can you escape? How can he escape? So he's bringing us salvation today. So that you don't go into that maximum security prison. Because if you cannot escape that of man, then you can never escape when God sends you there. Some say that, oh, when you go into hell, something can be done. You know, something can be done and then you will escape something can be done they will pray a prayer or they will give an offering or they do you see men are used to giving bribes yes we are so used to it we think that when it comes to eternal things it can also be done so that you see an angel and you bribe the angel or you see an angel you give the angel a motorbike angels don't drive they don't ride motorbikes yes they don't ride motorbikes they don't drive cars either they don't fly private jets they don't because they themselves they can move without the transport is in them they don't need it 
Hallelujah. So thinking that we can make it and there can be a swab or there can be a transfer by what? Letter. Letter from who? How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? So great. Now listen. Why do you qualify for a prison? Why do you qualify for a prison? Why must you be imprisoned? Why? Why must you be a candidate for hell? Why must you be? Now the reason why you are a candidate for hell is because you came from Adam. You came from Adam. You are a descendant of Adam. That makes you a sin. Because the Bible says that as one man sin, by one man sin, eh? What happened? Everybody became a sinner. And therefore, death by sin. Romans 5. Wherefore, as by one man sin, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, including you. Passed on all men. Maybe you are here and you are saying that, Pastor, I don't steal. I don't lie. What are, the, what are the sins? I don't fornicate. I don't commit adultery. I, I don't, I'm not proud. I am not jealous. I don't envy anyone. Yeah. I don't do all these things. So, I don't see where I come into this picture. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't need to have committed a sin to qualify for hell. Coming from, coming from Adam, the one who sinned alone is enough to make you a candidate for hell. Watch the scripture, verse 13. Watch this. It says, for unto the law, for until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. Are you listening to me? Can you give me new, new living translation? Now, he says something very beautiful. How many of you know that there cannot be sin if there is no law? The reason why a policeman can come and arrest you and put you in jail is because a law has said something and you have done something contrary to what the law says. So it empowers the police to come and arrest you because you have committed sin. You have committed a crime. Are you understanding that? But in the events that there is no law, eh, nobody can say that you have done something. When there is no law which tells that what you have done is wrong. Is that not it? Yes. So the Bible said that. It said, yes, people sin even before law, before the law was given. Okay, but it was not counted as sin because there was, there was not yet any law to break. Yes. Continue. Watch this. It says, still, 
Everyone died. Even though there was no law to break, everyone died. From the time of Adam to the time of Moses, Moses was the one who was given the law. So from the time of Adam, all the way to the time of Moses, there was no law. But people lived between Adam and Moses. And the amazing thing is that even though there was no law, and death comes only by sin, those people died anyway. So the point is that what killed them? Why did they die if there was no law? The reason is that Adam sinned and they came from Adam. So the sin of Adam was imputed on them. Hallelujah. So even though they didn't sin, they didn't do anything wrong. The fact that they came from Adam alone and Adam sinned, it made them also sinners. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. Even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did, they died anyway. Because by one man, sin entered into the world. Yes, and death passed to everyone. That is why the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 3, look at it. The book of John, chapter 3, from verse 16, look at it. Very beautiful scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Look at 17. It says, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. Why? Why didn't Jesus come to condemn the world? Because the world was already condemned. Yes. The world was condemned already. You see it in verse 18. Listen. Verse 18. It says, he that believeth on me, on him, as he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned what? He's condemned what? Already. So, you see, the one who believes in him escapes the condemnation. But if you don't believe in him, the condemnation has been there since Adam sinned. So, Jesus' coming was not to come and condemn. His coming was to come and rescue men from the condemnation. Because the world is already condemned. Hallelujah. The world is already condemned. So there's no use coming to condemn the world. So he came into the world, not to condemn the world, no. Because he came into a condemned world. Where everybody has been sentenced to hell. To perish in the lake of fire. Everybody, anybody who came from Adam condemned to hell then God looked from above and he said no I can't look on for these ones to perish so let me bring them the antidote to sin 
which is the shedding of blood, shedding of sinless blood. So then God took his only begotten son, Jesus, and brought Jesus to the earth and asked him to come and die. And Jesus came truly and died on the cross of Calvary. He shed his blood. And the Bible said that whosoever believes in him should not perish. Should not perish. You see, the word that should, those of you who went to school, is expressing expectation. You see, there's an expectation that eventually you will perish. But Jesus has come as the sacrifice that if you can believe in him, the condemnation that is going on in the world, you should escape it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You shall escape it. Sin, eh? Sin is very powerful. Do you know that some time ago, people used to live for 900 years? 900 and something years, 500 years. Now, the power of sin reduced, you see, it reduced the longevity of life. Sin reduces it. Now, when you read, when you read Genesis chapter 3, I'll finish my message, I'll finish. When you read Genesis chapter 6 verse 3, it says that we were given 120 years to live. He said, and he said, and the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man, for he had, for, for he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be an hundred and what? An hundred and what? Twenty years. Now, because of the influence of sin, it reduced from 120 years to 70 years or maybe 80 years in Psalm 90 verse 10. Look at Psalm 90 verse 10. Look at Psalm 90 verse 10. It says that the days, you see, the days of our years are three scores years and 10. Three scores, a score is 20 years. So three score is 60 years and 10. So that's 70 years. Then it said that, and if by reason of strength, they be four score years. So the four score years is 80 years. Now the 120 years has reduced to what? To 70 or 80 years. Now why is that? Proverbs chapter 10 verse 27. Look at Proverbs 10 27. This is the reason why the years of man has reduced. The, it said the fear of the Lord prolonged days. But the years of the wicked shall be shortened. It shall be shortened. So sin is what reduces the year. Sin brings death. It brings death. Death. Hallelujah. This is the reason why everybody must run away from sin. But you see, because God knows that you can't, he sends Jesus. Yes. So, if God leaves you like that, there is no way you will make it. No. You cannot be righteous enough to make it. And God knew. So he sent his son, Jesus, to come and sacrifice on the cross for you to have to be given the responsibility to believe in the sacrificial sac the sacrifice that he came to give. If you can believe it, then this maximum prison, you will escape it. 
Yes. You will escape it. I said you will escape it. And anything that is taking you to hell today, that thing has been taken away. Today I present to you the blood of the Lamb. I present to you the sacrificial Lamb of God. I present to you the one who is able to save you. I present to you the one who is able to translate you from the kingdom of darkness. I present to you the one who is able to convert you from a candidate of hell to a candidate of heaven. I present to you the only solution. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Only me. Only me. No one comes to the Father. No one comes to the Father but by me. Without Jesus, the world is a hopeless place. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how many cars you drive. I don't care the type of cars you drive. I don't care the house you live in. You are, you are useless without Jesus. Yes. You are without Jesus. So today, God says you must escape. I said, He says you must escape. Yes. He said, You can't die and go to hell. You can't die and go to hell. You must escape. How do you escape? You escape by believing in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, by accepting Jesus Christ into your heart. If you can do that, then salvation will be yours. He said that, he said that, for with the mouth, he said, for with the heart, man believeth unto salvation. Man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. If thou shalt confess with your heart the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Yes, thou shalt be saved. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Today, if you can call upon the name of the Lord, you are escaping from that eternal maximum prisoner into eternal, eternal freedom, into eternal, eternal enjoyment. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Somebody is escaping today. Somebody is escaping today. You are escaping hell today. You are escaping hell today. You are escaping hell today. In the name of Jesus. Escaping hell. It doesn't make sense to die and go to hell. Why must you go to hell? When everything that is needed to escape hell has been provided. Everything. Everything. The only thing you need is Jesus in your heart. Listen. Your sins cannot be washed with blue omo. No, no. Your sins, it cannot be washed with guardian soap. Do you know guardian soap, the red one? Yes. Yes. It cannot wash it. Even bleach cannot bleach away the stains of sin. It can't. There is only one thing that can wash away the sins of anyone. It is called the blood of Jesus. I said the blood of Jesus. The sinless blood. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So forgiveness comes when a sinless blood has been shed. Sinless blood. 
And Jesus is the one who sacrificed that blood. Today, if you'll accept Jesus in your heart, your sins, they'll be forgiven. Listen, it doesn't matter the sins that you have committed. It doesn't matter the gravity. Eh? It doesn't matter how grievous, how serious your sins are. You see, the blood of Jesus is potent enough to be able to wipe out, to take away every stain of sin in your life. The blood of Jesus, only the blood, only the blood, only the blood. Today, I am presenting you that blood, that sacrifice, because this is your day for escape. Satan is praying. The reason why some people didn't come is because Satan is working on them so that they wouldn't hear this that they are supposed to hear to jump out of hell but today God has brought you because God is determined to ensure that the number of people who go to hell your name will not be added that you will not be one of those people hallelujah hallelujah you, he doesn't want you to perish and go to hell he said there is no use it is needless to go to hell needless needless there's no need there's no need to die and go to hell there's no need today if you accept this blood if you believe in this sacrifice Jesus he would forgive your sins yes he would forgive your jealousy eh? he would forgive your the hatred because you see everybody has sinned I have met somebody who said that she has never she has never stole before but she had she has to she stole a lie before yes she stole the lie before if you want to if you want to comply with the law you must fulfill all the law not some if you fail in one you are filled in all so you must fulfill all and this is not humanly possible that is why God in his wisdom he brought he brought a savior somebody that the only thing you see is the simplest thing to do the only thing you need to do is to believe you don't need to bring the tooth of a tiger you don't need to bring the tail of a crocodile you don't need that the only thing you need is that you will believe in your heart finish that is why there's nobody who cannot be saved everybody can afford salvation because everybody has what it takes to be saved what is it a heart to believe if only you can believe. That's all that you need. You don't need a drink. You don't need money. You don't need anything. All you need is the heart that you have that even God gave you. If you can believe, your sins will be forgiven. And you will escape hell. Can I pray with you? Can I pray with you? Stand to your feet, everybody. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Oh, Jesus. Let me pray with you. Everybody stand to your feet. I promise you, 20 minutes, 15, 20, I promised you. Yeah, stand to your feet, everybody. Stand to your feet. Everybody. Ah. Today, there will be, are you listening to me? Today, there will be a number of escapes. This is number one. Yes. After this, there are two more things to escape from. And we'll come to that. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. Everybody, anybody who can hear me, tell your neighbor that this is not the time to talk to me. 
This is not the time to talk to me. Now everybody, listen to me. Listen. Listen. This is what you need to escape hellfire. To escape the place where the fire is not quenched. I have never seen anything like that on earth before. I have seen bush fires. But I've never seen a fire which never stops. I've never seen one before. Because all the, all the fires, all the uh, fire outbreaks, they have all been stopped. Even if nobody comes to put water on it, with time, it stops. Is that not it? It stops. But this fire, the Bible says that, you see, the fire is not quenched. And there are worms there. As you are being bent by the fire. You see, you are burning and you are not dying. Do you understand? You can feel the sensation of the burning. And you can feel the impact of the burning. But you are not dying to escape the burning. The effect of the burning. You are not dying. And the worms in the fire are also not dying. The worms don't die. It's, it's a fire or it's a type of worm that has ability to, to withstand the pressure and the heat of fire. And that is where you would be if you neglect this so great salvation that God is presenting to you today. He didn't make hell for you. He made it for the devil and his agents. Not for you. But people are going there because of rebellion. Today, you will not be rebellious. Today, with your soft heart, as you surrender to Jesus, you are escaping from this hellfire. Hallelujah. You know, before I pray for you, let me tell you this story. One, one gentleman, his wife had cancer cancer. I've forgotten what type of cancer. So she was taken to the hospital. Now, the wife was in so much pain. The man couldn't bear it. So the man spoke to one of the doctors taking care of his wife and said that, please, I beg you, we know that this cancer is advanced. Whatever we will do, this, this woman will not survive it. We know that she will die. She will die anyway. So, so just to reduce the pain, because when she goes, when he goes to the hospital and sees his wife in pain, he couldn't stand it. He would run away. Like recently, I took my, my daughter to the hospital and they are trying to put a line. And they are looking for a vein to put the line. You see, the way my daughter was screaming, I went out. No, no, I couldn't stand there to, to hear that scream. No. Anytime she screamed, it went into my spirit. I said, no, 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 I can't. I can't. So, if I, when you want to set a line, they also set it before I come. When I come and they have not done it, I stay outside. I can't. So, I can appreciate this man's pain. To see the wife in that pain. He said, look, I want to end this with my daughter. Somebody came and gave me a cream. That this cream, if you put it there, like 15 minutes before time, when you are putting the line there, she won't feel it. I said, give me, give me. Because I wanted to end the pain. Too much. Too much to hear the scream of my daughter. Too much. Too much. This man couldn't stand it. He said, doctor, can you please inject my wife? Inject my wife so that 
we will know that it's over. The pain is too much. And the doctor said that we can't do it. It's against our ethics to inject somebody to die. We can't do it. So do you know what the man did? The man went home and took a gun. He had a pistol. So he went home, took the pistol. Those of you here, can you hear me? Those of you here, can you hear me? If you can hear me, wave, 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 wave. Can you hear me? Yes. He took a gun and went to the hospital. And he looked on the left and on the right. And he saw that there was no one coming. And he pulled out the pistol, pointed it to the wife, and shot the wife. So that he can end the pain. He wants to end the pain. Then I said, well, here on earth you can end the pain. But there's a place that when you, you make a mistake of landing, the pain there, nobody can end it. Nobody can end it. You can't stand this pain. Don't go to hell. Don't go to hell. Don't go to hell. You can't stand the pain of cancer. Don't go to hell. Don't go to hell. I cannot tell you how many times more is the pain in hell. Why? When you can avoid it. Listen. If you can hear my voice today. God is speaking to you. Never. Never. Harden your heart. This is the time of your salvation. Everybody standing, please. Stand and close your eyes with me. Let me pray with you. Everybody stand. Please. If you are not pregnant, and um, if you are a man, you can't be pregnant. So definitely you are not pregnant. Stand up. Yes. Stand. And close your eyes with me. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the opportunity to escape. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now as every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon. And you know in your heart that Jesus is not your Lord. You are not sure. This is not something you should joke with. If you fall down dead today, you are not sure where you will spend eternity. You want to say that, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to receive this Jesus. Ah, whose blood alone can wash away my sins and take me away and cause me to escape this thing we call hell you want me to pray with you you are here like that everywhere in this place you want me to pray with you you are here like that wherever you are standing if you want me to pray with you I want you to lift up your right hand above your head and say I want this Jesus you have just talked about this Jesus You've talk, told us about this Jesus, what he did for us, the blood he shed for us, so that our believing in him will cause us to escape this wild place called hell. You are here like that. Listen, you cannot, if you are not sure, lift your hands. This is not something that you joke with. This is not something you joke with. I'm talking about life and death. You are here like that. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. All over this place, I can see your hand. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to do one more thing for me. From wherever you are standing, I want to pray with you right here. So I want you to walk from that place with your hand lifted up and come and meet with me in front here. I want to pray with you because today, by all means, you are escaping hell. You are escaping. Come from everywhere. Come from everywhere. 
come from everywhere Jesus is calling you Jesus is calling you Jesus is calling you come on the way come on the way come on the way come to Jesus come to Jesus come to Jesus come to Jesus come on the way to Jesus Jesus is calling you he's calling you he's calling you you must not die in your sins you must not die in your sins your sins can be forgiven your sins can be forgiven come to Jesus make an announcement especially if somebody is late KLM flight 117 it's time for boarding and maybe you are late then they will announce can you report to the boarding gate it will come again and again then it gets to a point that they said that this is the last call KLM flight 117 is ready for departure anybody on that flight at that point you must make sure wherever you are you find your way to that boarding gate otherwise you will miss the plane you missed that flight. Listen, everybody. Are you listening to me? Listen. Keep quiet, everybody. Keep quiet. I can hear some people talking. Can you keep quiet? This is not a joke. Listen. I'm making the last announcement. There are still people who are standing there and wondering, should I come? Or should I not come? Somebody is saying that the people who have gone to the front, they are enough. 
Pastor, they are enough. Listen, your judgment will not be with a group. Your judgment will be an individual. You as you are standing there. And this is not for a group. I am talking about you as an individual. Your life. Your life. If you are not sure and you are wondering, should I go or should I stay? And you don't know what to do. I, I want to give you the last opportunity. Wherever you are standing, can you walk from that place and join these people before we say this prayer? Please. I am begging and bargaining for your soul. You must never die and go to hell. If you are not sure as you are standing there, I'm making this call for the last time. I want you to move from wherever you are. Come and join us. Come and join us. It's a free gift. It's a free gift. Come. God bless you. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Make this move. Make this one move for Jesus. Come. You are not sure. Don't stand there. Don't stand there if you are not sure. Don't stand there. Come on the way. a sign of surrender lift up your two hands and close your eyes with me I want you to say this prayer and make it your own prayer today oh and I want the congregation to join us in this prayer this is the escape this is this is the biggest escape you can ever have biggest say heavenly father heavenly father can I hear everybody in this building's voice? Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I believe. I believe. With all my heart. With all my heart. That Jesus. That Jesus. Came into the world. Came into the world. Died on the cross. Died on the cross. Shed his blood. Shed his blood. To wash away. To wash away. All my sins. All my sins. Today, today, say today, today, oh God, oh God, forgive me, forgive me of all my sins, of all my sins. Say today, today, Father, Father, wash me, wash me with the blood, with the blood of Jesus, of Jesus, from all my sins, from all my sins. Today, today, I receive Jesus, Jesus, I receive Jesus, I receive Jesus as my Lord, as my Lord and personal Savior, my personal Savior from today. From today, I am born again. I am born again. From today, from today, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. From today, from today, I belong to God. I belong to God. Say, Father, Father, today, today, please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life, my name is my name. Mention is. your name. Say, Father. Father, write this name. Write this name in the book of life. In the book of life. Because today, 
I have received Jesus. I have received Jesus into my heart. Into my heart as my Lord. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Savior. As my Redeemer. As my Redeemer. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. Write my name. Write my name in this book. In this book. Now lift up your hands like this. Yes. One like that. Everybody, do this. Jesus. Say after me. Say Satan. Satan. Say Satan. Satan. From today. From today. Me and you. Me and you. It's finished. It's finished. From today. From today. Me and you. It's over. It's over. I will never follow you again. I will never follow you. I will again. follow Jesus. I will follow Jesus. Say from today. From today. Jesus. Jesus. Is my master. Is my master. Say Satan. 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 From today. From today. I want you to know. I want you to know that Jesus. That Jesus is my master. Is my master. I will not follow you. I will not follow again. you again. Again. Because Jesus. Because Jesus has saved me. Has saved me. Now lift up your hands. Say, Father. Father. Thank you. Thank you. For saving me. For saving me. Say, Father. Father. Thank you. Thank you. For this escape. For this escape. For this escape. For this escape. Thank you. Thank you. For giving me. For giving me. This great escape. This great escape. Today. Today. In the name. In the name. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.